Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of Big Sound Small Town, the podcast that spotlights the talented and diverse musicians in small towns and communities. This season, we're branching out to include the community of people who make it possible for musicians to be able to perform their music, the producers, the recording engineers, the venue owners, and many others, and as always, the small town musicians. Remember, small town doesn't mean small talent. Hear their stories. Summer Kieber and her band, the Paris Thieves, Dada. Listen to the story behind this incredible voice. Today on Big Sound Small Town, we're in the Earl Scruggs Center, and I'm with Cleveland County's premier vocalist, Summer Kieber. Hey. Welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, so as with most of my podcasts, something goes yeah. weird sometimes. Well, so we know. started, so everybody will know, uh, we started this three times. <laughs> <laughs> but this one hopefully is going to take. Here's hoping. Fingers so, crossed. Fingers, fingers crossed. crossed. <laughs> All right, let's, let's talk about music. Let's do it. Let's All talk right. about music. How did you learn to sing? Well... You know, I don't know if I ever really learned to sing. I never took lessons or did any kind of formal training or anything. It was just kind of something that I've always done since I was a kid. Uh, kind of grew up in a musical family, hearing my mom sing and my dad play guitar. And, you know, my brother and I have always played together. And so it's just kind of something I've always done. What kind of music would that have been that you were listening to? Well, uh, a lot of different types of music. You That's know, good. I grew up on a lot of folk music, a lot of Dylan and Simon and Garfunkel and Joan Baez, and um, then a lot of old country like Patsy Cline. Yeah. And, you know, one of my mom's favorites is Merle. That's like our yes. favorite yeah, person. Nothing yeah, nothing wrong with Merle. No. I, Waylon is one of my personal favorites. And, um, you know, George Jones, just all of the. The classic did you seek, stuff. Did you seek out female vocalists, or I <clears throat> did, but I think I was probably a little bit older before wow. I really started seeking out female vocalists. Mm -hmm. Some of my most favorite vocalists are men. Yeah. Um, still to this day, For I've some got some reason they get the best songs. Yeah. I don't I know. know why. I mean, I, I think it's the system. 
you know, you got a good song while it's going. And, and also, it's different now, but early mm -hmm. on, there was not a lot of female writers. Yeah, and there are now. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot now. now. And, yeah. you know, it's... Um, I think that the roles for women in music, especially in, like, traditional country music, have not always been... No, I don't think it's been good. Yeah, I mean, they, you still, you know, country radio is dominated by, by men. And still is. Still but, is, I mean, yeah. There, it is, there is a larger female contingent, yeah, but, but yeah. not, but still doesn't Yeah, touch. it's like as a, you know, vocalist, I think I kind of grew up feeling like you had sort of two options. You could either try to be a pop star and a manufactured, yeah. you know, product. Right. Or you could, in my eyes, be Joan Jett. Yeah. <laughs> Joan Jett's great. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, it was either like, you know, pretty yeah. hardcore or pretty manufactured. Yeah. And so, so you kind of gravitated towards the raw rougher edge i'm definitely more interested in the rawness that's that's kind of what i love some of my favorite vocalists um like chris cornell's probably yeah. one of yeah. my most favorites and i always laugh and say something you know he either sounded amazing true or terrible and it was because he would just sing with such abandon like true. he didn't care you know yeah that's that's true that's yeah. a good that's pretty much what he did yeah yeah just let it out you know not worried and it's the uh, Joe Cocker, yes. early Joe Cocker. Joe, sometimes it wasn't the greatest, but yeah. when it was great, it was really, That's right. really great. That's right, yeah. So, so I, I definitely gravitate towards <clears throat> some of that rawness, but I also like a polished, you know, trained vocalist yeah. as well. So, yeah. yeah. So, so, okay, I'll ask you this. But, so you woke up and could sing. <laughs> not necessarily i've i think i've always kind of been able to carry a tune you know but i've had to work at it there are weird things that i've done with my voice throughout my life where when i listen back i'm like that's a weird thing that i used to do and didn't realize that i was doing singing in a in an odd way that maybe is really not healthy for do, your voice do you have to work on uh like enunciation or, or does that just come natural for you yeah it just i just kind of roll with it well, how are you <laughs> yeah i just kind of go go with it i'm definitely more interested in um i don't worry as much about the mechanics of right. it yeah yes so so you don't have to think about it you just sing it yeah i just sing that's great yeah I mean, yeah that, that's 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 the right way yeah you remember the first time you performed i <laughs> You know, it's the first time I performed, like an actual performance, was I used to go, my mom used to take me to um, <laughs> different places to sing karaoke when I was oh, young, oh. when I was like 13, 14 years old, not really sp supposed to be in these places. And so I used to do that and just to be able to have some place right. to go sing. And uh, I ended up getting a little show at the fair when oh, I was really? like 14 or 15 and it was <laughs> it was a 30 minute show and it was me on the stage beside the exhibit hall yeah, you, you know, know we all know yeah. where it is yeah, yeah, we do. yeah it was the stage by the exhibit hall and it was just me and a karaoke machine <laughs> <laughs> and I, 
remember what the songs were? Oh, gosh, yeah. I think I was singing some Trisha Yearwood <laughs> and um, some Jewel. That, those were like my go-to, you know, songs yeah. back then. It was in the 90s, you know. and uh, it, So that was like my breakout performance. Did you have to read the words? You didn't have to read no, the No, I didn't words. have to read the words. No, I, it was just the backing track. Yeah, yeah. So, it, But that was my first, like, real performance. Um you know, That's but so good. Though. It was so and funny. And it's so Cleveland County. It is so Cleveland County. It's so Cleveland County. Yeah, I think, you know, people were, like, sitting there eating their vinegar fries. <laughs> I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were. Yeah, cotton candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was, yeah, I remember that well. That's good. So, but, but I guess... I mean, you thought that was great, didn't you? I mean, I, mean, I thought that was great yeah. at the time. I, you know, I was a kid. I, I mean, I know, but I mean, that that you left there encouraged. It, it wasn't like I'm never doing this again. No, I have had those too. Yeah, well, but <laughs> we've all had those, but but, but not a, then. I mean, no, I mean, you you really you were sold. I like, was sold. Yeah. yeah, and I remember. You know, it's funny now. I teach at a college. I've been to college and but I had no plans on going to college when I was in high school it was I'm going to be a working musician yeah. that's all there is to it sure. you know let's let's make this happen yeah. and then yeah, <laughs> and, I understand. and then you know yeah. how it goes yeah. I had a, I had a couple kind of experiences talking to a couple producers yeah that, was producers other Aaron I'm not shooting this towards you but Record producers are pretty slimy. <laughs> are you talking about Aaron Mine? I am. <laughs> I love Aaron. <laughs> and I was not. I was not directing that at you. If you you'll listen to this. That's I'm sure right. I was not no, directed at you. We would never speak ill of Aaron. No, no he's, he's wonderful. He is. Yeah, he is. yeah. So, but the, yes, I do understand about all that. Yeah, yeah. Record companies, record labels. They're all a bunch of thieves and bandits. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole other story. Yeah. yeah, we'll save that for another podcast. So, yeah. Yeah, but it's just, it's always been a part of my life. It's something that, you know, I don't, just being around music and being involved in it, whether I'm out performing or right. not, it's still like a daily part of my life. Now, okay, we leave that karaoke mm -hmm. machine and the stage at the yeah. fair. Yes. And what happens? I mean, so, so. You know, how old you have been? At that time, yeah. I was maybe fourteen or fifteen. 14. Yeah, I was pretty pretty young. So, did you run sick in the next place you could play? I'm well, gonna... you know, not really. Yeah. I have always kind of struggled with a little bit of performance anxiety, um, not while I'm performing. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, it's, oh, yeah. Once you're there, once I'm there, oh, I'm good. The, it, it's kind of like to the part where. I don't really want to go tonight. Everything yeah. stinks, but but once you're on stage, yeah. oh, you yeah. saw this. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So I have notoriously avoided performing for many many years. It's like, you know, always been a difficult thing for me. I'm not someone that is. It's just not necessarily. But you don't have stage fright. Um. Not while I'm up there. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's prior. Wait, wait and, wait and it's the on. it's the knowing it's coming, <laughs> like uh, for a week before I'm kind of panicky. And, and you are the center of attention. I mean that is that yeah. is the part. I mean I've been the front person of bands, and that's that. Yeah. I mean there is some anxiety. That goes yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think you know part of that anxiety kind of drives your performance. Well, it does. I but, think it does. So I didn't really perform a whole lot after that until um, my brother Kenny and I, who we've kind of always worked as a duo we started playing a lot 
practicing, just kind of, you know, working on songs. And my husband, Alan, of course, had a band called Enola Gay, Mm -hmm. and they asked us to open up for them. And at this point, I think Alan and I had been dating for a couple years, and he had never even heard me sing. Really? Because I was very shy. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, you know, it took me a while to kind of break out of my shell, and uh, we opened up for him one night at uh, I think it was Fane's place at yeah, the time, yeah. and um, that kind of set it off, and we and were off and rolling. Sense. Yeah. So, so you, so, so I guess at that point, you and your brother worked a two, two, uh, two-person show. Yeah, pretty North. much. And then shortly after that, I mean, it was probably only a couple shows before Alan started sitting in with us, okay. um, playing the djembe right, and stuff. Right. But yeah. we've always, I have always been like pretty comfortable in a stripped down, right. you know, I call it like a, a living room style yeah. Yeah. music, you know. Well, um, of course, and that's what you said too, you kind of like a roller edge. So. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, Obviously, being a songwriter, I love the story and the lyrics, and, and I think that sometimes that can get lost. Oh, it can. Um, and so I like a stripped down, kind of raw. Well, people can hear actually hear what yeah. you do, yeah. and you don't get lost in the instrumentation. Yeah, yeah. Which, that can be fun, too. Sometimes, depending on the if music. You're one of the players. Yeah. <laughs> Jam bands. Everybody's I know. Having Every, a good they're time, having a great time. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. But yeah, I do know though when you, when you have words you want people to hear, mm-hmm. it is it you do like it a little. Yeah. You like to have some room. Yeah. Well, and I think I've, you know, one of the things with being a singer and a songwriter is, especially when you're. For me, I tend to be drawn a little bit to darker yeah. topics, um, things that are, you know, maybe not as. I do. I play with Kevin Bridges. Yeah. <laughs> you. So you know. Oh, yeah. he brought up. If it's not dark enough, he's just not happy. I'm really into like a a melancholia type of of music. And so I'm not always the best suited for um, like a bar, you know. So I kind of struggled with that a little bit. It's a little easier now with uh, some of the places like um, Dragonfly Dragonfly Mm -hmm. and and some of the craft breweries. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that does make it. It is a lot easier for uh, singer songwriters to to work and actually get their stuff heard. Yeah. It's. Still, they don't listen all. Oh yeah, well, you know that just comes with it. Yeah, you got to win them over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like thank you, yeah. two people yeah, in the exactly. back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that's it's what, part of the fun. Of yeah, it. It, it is part of the fun and part of the discouragement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so, two-sided coin for it sure. Is, it for is. sure. So, did how early did you start writing stuff? I mean, I think I. I really did. I, I didn't get serious about writing until I was probably in my early twenties. Okay, so um, so so you'd been performing a little bit before yeah. you ever decided to start writing. Yeah, yeah. I had written, you know, just yeah. you know, just little songs here and there, probably since I was a teenager. But um, if I didn't get serious about it until a little bit later. What, when you when you wrote them, would you take them to your brother with the idea or did you have it all in your head? I would, like for the album that we recorded, a lot of the way that I write is I do play guitar. Okay, that's good. Yeah. Okay, you, okay we, you didn't put that in. Well, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I don't consider myself. It's a tool. Yeah. 
it's a it's a songwriting tool yeah. for me i'll play a little bit sometimes when we play out i'll play a few songs right. that are you know pretty laid back but i don't consider myself a guitar player so i would take what i've written and give it to him right. and he runs with it right. and turns it into this melodic right <laughs> you no, know that's good though. yeah i mean because people I that don't write songs really don't really understand how they all come together. Yeah. I mean, they're there and it's a really neat thing, but sometimes yeah. they, you know, it takes collaboration. It absolutely does. Um, and, you know, uh, for me, co writing is hard. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think I just have a different take on stuff than yeah. most people. Yeah. But that's hard for me. Um, uh, as far as somebody putting, if I have words, I don't really have a problem with somebody else putting music to it. Yeah, but, that's how I am. But a lot of times, I do pretty much know how I want it to go to. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you have like a general, I always say I have like a skeleton of a song. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, and then I, but I write the lyrics. I Is mean. this something that comes to you or you have to work it like a craft? Both. Yeah. Both, you know. I have to do a little bit of both, and I was interviewing Scott Moss the other day yeah, for that I show I do. Scott's <laughs> been on the show. Yeah, yeah and Scott's a wonderful musician. Yeah, he and is. I was telling, nice guy, <laughs> I was telling him that one of my favorite quotes is by this artist named Chuck Close, and he says, "Inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work." That's true. I mean, you know, and you know, and it's, it's the same with writing. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm never sure. I'm never sure that. I'm finished writing a song. I mm -hmm. mean, sometimes, of course, at my age, I just forget the words and rewrite them. So. <laughs> I had to just rewrite a, a whole section of, of songs because my dog peed on my songwriting oh, yeah, book. I've, had, yeah. I've lost notebooks, you know, and always swore that the version before I lost the notebook yeah, was yeah. better than I the one I ended up. No, it didn't really go like this. It no, was it was way cooler. Yeah, yeah. Way, cooler, way better, way better song. So nobody believes that. No, I know. Reason. What's wrong with them? Yeah. But no, I I approach it both ways. You know, sometimes I might be riding down the road. And, yeah, I wonder if you wake up in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, a thought will come to me. I'll, I usually always have a notebook yeah. around me um, just so I can jot down. You have stuff on uh, uh, cups and, and paper. <laughs> on and little napkins. torn up pieces of yeah, paper. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little, you know, a little line that you think, oh, that might sound cool in you a song. You find those later and, Sometimes. and think, yeah. what was I thinking? Find them in the bottom of my purse, and I'm like, what in the what? world? I don't even remember yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Is this part of a grocery yeah, exactly. list? Like, yeah. <laughs> or, did, or did somebody give me yeah. right like that? Depends on how good it is, I claim it. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or is this something somebody gave yeah. me to finish? You know, it's like, <laughs> so I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah. But people miss that part. Yeah. So then you move, when did you move up to the full band deal? Well, when um, Kenny and I started kind of really working on crafting like a set of songs that we wanted to record. Right. So we have a, a good friend of ours named Jimmy Gould. He kind of pushed us to kind of put a project together mm -hmm. to take these songs to the next level. And so we... Um, you know, started working with some different musicians, and uh, we've had like a rotating flow of some people yeah. in the Paris Thieves, which was the group. That's that, where yeah, I was yeah. going to get you to go. Yeah, with that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's kind of where I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Paris Thieves, it's um, funny. 
you know, we would go play and people would be like, what's your name? And we're like, I don't know, Summer and Kenny. You know, <laughs> we didn't really think about the name. And one night we were hanging out with a, a friend of ours who um, has since passed. His name's B.J. Dobbins. I know B.J. Yeah. so well, yeah. yes. And we were all sitting around one night and we were trying to think about band names. And um, we said something about the Paris Thieves. And we are like, B.J., what do you think about that name? And he was like, oh, that's awesome. And so he kind of was the one that, made the name stick that's great. you know so i we we kind of laugh about that sometimes dj but. and i were soccer buddies beside being music oh, buddies yeah, so, yeah. i mean one of the best guys he actually he actually helped me coach a team one really time. yes he did oh man we so. we certainly miss and love yeah, him good guys guy. so. but yeah. I, when i think of of our band name it always makes me think of him but that's good though. yeah that's a good thing i would that's really right. like that yeah um, yeah yeah so we um you know kind of had some musicians come in uh, Casey Hyder, again, played with us for a while. Um, Philip Simmons, yeah, you know, know Phil, Phil Simmons. Yes, uh, Rush Pageant, of course. Rush. Trent Hoyle. Trent. <laughs> and then Alan Kiever, yep. my husband, yep. and my brother, Kenny Castle, yep. and me. And that was kind of our, you know, main setup. Core of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it, you know, even though it was Kenny and I that kind of, I feel like we always kind of tried to stick true to what we did it was nice to be able to take these songs that we had written on just an acoustic guitar and hear oh yeah full version yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i mean that is a wonderful totally evolved so and then we aaron meyer yeah came in and uh, we ended up doing the recording process and involved kevin deadman and nick patterson and Mm -hmm. some other musicians and so we we really had the opportunity to collaborate with a lot of people and that, and that was so and that much does, fun. I mean, as a project grows like that, that is yeah. pretty cool. How yeah, it happens. just a lot of fun, and you know, it, it was a good experience. You heard for your sure. stuff on the radio? I have. That's so cool. Yeah, huh? yeah, I have. It's it's cool. It's uh, weird. It is weird. It is weird. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'm I'm always like. Uh, you know, we had a a thing that happened where the Rise guys did like a right. you know, good or bad thing, and. Uh, they played one of our songs and kind of reviewed it, and I didn't even listen. Oh, I, I, I was like, I'm not listening, because I just immediately assumed they were going to tear it apart, but Trent actually was the one that uh, was on the phone with them, talking okay. to them and stuff, and I started getting all these texts, and they were like, oh my God, they loved you guys, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, thank See, God. That's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank uh, God. So. I mean, it's always good to get any kind of good review. Yeah, yeah. It also stinks when you don't. Yeah, because sometimes you get bad sometimes ones. Sometimes you do. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been a part of both. So. Uh, yep, I have too. And it's one of those things that um, I, I, I do have this theory, though, that you can find somebody somewhere, no matter how bad something is, mm-hmm. that thinks that's the greatest oh, thing yeah, you've ever heard. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. And it can be something that, you know, everyone thinks is wonderful, but yeah. there's always going to be someone that yeah, doesn't yeah, like it. doesn't like you know? it, yeah. And I think when I first started out, I really put a lot of stock in what other people felt right. about my voice and, you know, just my performance or whatever. And as I've gotten older, I've kind of... Does it... How about your songs? I mean, you worry about that, how people take those? No. That's great. No, I don't. And I probably mean, it's should. More, it's more about your, you worry more about your voice than you do your songs? Yeah, well, I mean... I used to be worried more about, and I'm not worried about either now because right. I'm just very much like. You let it go and you're comfortable with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm comfortable with it now. Um, 
but yeah, it's uh, I've learned to adjust a little bit. Good, that's good. of uh, bad reviews mm -hmm. as well as good. Yeah. And um, of course, I think the people don't know what they're talking about when they're bad. <laughs> and, and I think they don't know what they're talking about when they're good. Either. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think um, as a singer, I think one of the reasons I don't worry as much about my songwriting is because I'm not real sure people are always listening well, well, to the lyrics as much. Think, yeah, I mean, you wonder even that people, people that's claim they love music yeah you even still wonder how much they listen to mm -hmm. to the yeah. words but they're going to notice if i hit a bad note they are there that's true you know mm -hmm. so it's like i i feel a little more anxious about um you hit bad notes <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah oh wow. oh yeah you can ask uh, ask aaron i'll ask aaron <laughs> Yeah, I just can't believe it. <laughs> Him, he would know. Kevin, Deadman would know. Yeah, they'd mm -hmm. know about my bad notes. So, well, yeah. Mean, uh, Kevin knows something about bad notes. Oh, too, yeah, right? we've had some laughs in the studio yeah. about some bad notes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, well, all musicians, uh, yeah, they all, they, everybody does that. Well, it's, you know, part of, I think, being vulnerable 
as a singer is just it's gonna happen also also there's times you're stretching too I, mm -hmm. mean, I mean you don't really know do you, do you <laughs> sing it the same do you sing stuff the same way every time oh no I didn't figure that yeah, you did, yeah. but there are people, you know, that is it's verbatim, yeah. everything's yeah. about it. I try to change little things just to keep it f fun and interesting for me. I guess it, I guess a lot of it's also how you feel yeah. or, or the venue even I Absolutely. Guess has, has a difference. Yeah, so. for sure. Some places, you know, you kind of... You know, you got to be aware of your audience you and you kind of what their ears are in the mood for. You also have a loud voice. I do have a loud you know, voice, which which is which is a great thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you can't be heard, I mean, it projects well. Yeah. Uh, Ray Allison, do you know Ray? Uh -huh. Ray has a loud yeah. voice. Yeah. And it projects. Yeah. But I mean, that's a that's a gift, really. I mean, that's a good thing. Well, and it's. You know, I I really love sometimes singers, listening to singers that are, like there's a girl here that I love. Her name's Mariah Van Cleef. Yeah, um, she is. She has this beautiful, angelic, you know, really it is. lovely voice. And um, I can't, like that's, it's not in my, you know. Well, it's also apples and oranges. Yeah, yeah. I, um, you know, the singers that I think I've kind of taken a lot of influence from are, you know, like Brandy Carlisle is one of my favorites, That's and and Ann Wilson, yeah. and you know, it's like I I love these like they're, uh, they're voices. Yeah, yeah. Voices. yeah. I, I like a, you know, even like Lady Gaga, and yeah, you know, I, I love these really like passionate, powerful yeah. voices. Oh yeah, I mean, so. I agree. I, I I feel the same way with uh, male and female singers. Yes. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, I'll take. Levon Ham from the mm -hmm. band. That's there's oh, a whole lot better singers, mm -hmm. but man, is that so good? Yeah, yeah. And, I mean that whole deal the way they work yeah. is good. It's beautiful. You know, they have so I think many people songs. get caught up sometimes in the vocal quality and miss all the rich stuff that comes mm -hmm. with it. And then there's a lot of people that just don't have it. I mean, they have a beautiful voice. Yeah, but it's that's what it is yeah well it's you know you got to have the the passion you do. in there you it's know. a guitar player that has no tone yeah that's what guitar players you know he can really play but his tone is yeah terrible yeah you know yeah you got to so. kind of try to hit all the you do. <laughs> hit all you of do. it it's tough though it is tough yeah I mean, and, it, and it is an instrument yeah it absolutely is it, it's Does knowing it how to use it or is it always good no it goes it goes yeah i have moments where um, I my voice will be really tight, and I've got to you know, just like with anyone. I mean, yeah. you know, it's a I mean, part the of more, your body. The more you sing, the better. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah, the more I sing, the looser it gets, and you know, that's yeah. why when we're doing a show and I'm kind of jotting down the order of stuff, I'm like, okay, I need a couple songs to kind of warm up yeah. oh, <laughs> before oh, yeah, we I do get that. into the belty stuff. So. Well, when you get to be my age, you also have to. You probably will never encounter this, but I, I've had to move stuff down keys. Oh too. no, I have because yeah. I'm a I'm a true alto. Like yeah. I've got a lower register, and right. um, I mean stuff that I I sang earlier. I've had to mm -hmm. change keys on. Yeah, well, and that's the the thing that I think is kind of weird with your voice is as your body changes and as you age, true. your instrument it shifts does. and yeah. changes, and you you kind of have to adapt to it. You do you know? 
I mean, people don't think about that either. Yeah. They never, yeah. yep, they, you know, they just think you can stand up there mm -hmm. and sing. We hear it with a lot of older people that are performing a lot, you yeah. know, in the mainstream. You can hear their voice. John Prime oh, is a yeah. prime example of yeah. how it's changed from, mm -hmm. from the early days. I mean, it's still, it's still, still a John yeah. Prime voice yeah. and, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it, but it's a lot of wear and tear on yeah. your voice, you know, and it's, if you don't take care of it. Then you become Tony Rice. <laughs> you know, poor Tony, such a great singer, and can't anymore. Yeah, you know, or I hear Bon Jovi now, John yeah, Bon Jovi. Yeah. His voice is, you can tell all of that, like, super hard There's singing. There's a guy named Chris Knight who, who I think is, I know is a Chris wonderful is, songwriter. Yeah. His voice is gone these Really? Days. Yeah. Mm. But, I mean, it's just one of those things that you never know. Yeah, um, you never and know. There, uh, I also know this guy, Charlie Robinson. Mm -hmm. He was married to one of the Dixie Chicks. Oh, okay. Uh, he had some surgery, yeah. and he can't sing anymore. Mm. And it had nothing to do with, like, vocal cord That's surgery. Crazy. It was, uh, he had an esophagus thing going yeah. on, and then, mm -hmm. bang, he couldn't sing. Yeah, I mean, you, it's part of your body, so if something, you know, it can yeah. go wrong just like anything else in your body can, so, Yeah. So are, are you playing out loud these days? You know, it's pretty rare. <laughs> I, I call myself a closet musician these days, but we have a show on uh, December 14th at Dragonfly. Okay. So we'll be playing over there from 6.30 to 9.30. Um, Is this a duo act? Or it'll be me and Kenny and Alan. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, I figured... I figured it'd either be the three of you guys or, or, yeah. the, or a whole deal. Yeah, it'll be stripped down acoustic. Yeah, so, mm -hmm. and that'll be the first time we've played out in a while. Yeah. I've done some studio work, right. you know, in between, but uh, I don't get a chance to play out as, as often anymore. So, yeah. that's good. Yeah. I guess that you're getting to play a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's good, you know, to get out every once miss, in a while. Do you miss playing live? Or? I do some. Yeah, there are parts of it that I miss yeah. and parts that I uh, don't miss. Yeah, there's parts of it I. I don't like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. Still to this day. Yeah, um, I I miss the connection with the crowd when you have a good yeah. crowd, and I miss um, it's kind of therapeutic. It is. You it know. is. I kind of miss too when if I'm not playing with people, I, I kind of miss. I mean, I play probably every day, mm -hmm. but I it's not the same as when you're playing with mm -hmm. other people. No, I it's mean, nice to have that collaboration. At least for a little while. Yeah. They're like all bands. I don't want to see these guys. Every That's, enough. That's enough. That's enough. This I'm was fun. Exactly. Yeah. I only tolerated you because you were a good musician. Exactly. You're not that great a person. Oh, I really like you as a person. Man, you suck as yeah, a musician. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. usually one or the other. Yeah, there's some rarities. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. Yeah, that's funny. I'll tolerate you because you're talented. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think I think everybody has to tolerate. Um, Musicians because they're mm -hmm. talented. Oh, you have a real dilemma. I have this theory. Uh, uh, okay. But you, ha I don't know how this works. Okay. In your case, so you'll have to help. Me. All right. <laughs> Any anyone who is married to a musician, uh -huh. I think they get a pass to heaven. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what happens with you though. There's two. There's musicians. two of us. I you know, know. I mean, I figure, sound men and spouses of musicians. 
Uh-huh. Don't matter what they do, they'll probably get in heaven yeah. because they had to live with musicians. Yeah, exactly. In your case, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, yeah, we're both. And <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, I feel sorry for both of us. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Yeah, I do. I mean, it's what's kind of it's been a lot of glue for us. You know, yeah. we our relationship is very much. Um, uh, kind of revolves a lot around music and our love for music. Right. Um, that's something that we really connect on, but we both are, are also musicians, and with that comes yes, some personality the, flaws. All the angst that comes with Yeah, that stuff. exactly. So, so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I do know other uh, music couples, but mm-hmm. they're not that many of them. I mean, you know, it's usually the tolerant one or yeah. the second one or the third one. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. It's usually a few. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, so I, I could see where that would be a good thing, yeah. though. Yeah. And it's it's been, that's been one of the cool things for me about playing is getting to play with my brother and my husband. That would be really cool, yeah. Yeah. It's fun and, you know, just having these experiences that I've had with them and, you know, kind of getting to share that. Yeah, that is, that is really good. Yeah. I, mean, I played with family and yeah. it, it is... Um, it is. It is. Well, in my case, maybe not so much. Yeah. But, well. You know. <laughs> even when you're fighting, you know. Even yeah. when you're arguing over music. <laughs> yeah. I, you know. You know uh, yeah, I have brother that's. I have a, actually. I have a brother who's really fantastic musician. Mm-hmm. Has had his fair share of success. Yeah. Also. And you can count the number of times that we have played together. Really. Yep. <laughs> And it's not that our music is even that dissimilar. Yeah. Um, it's just that uh, we've we've always been in a different crowd of musicians. Got your own things. Going yeah, kind of. Yeah. So. Yeah. And we didn't, as children, play together a mm-hmm. lot, which I don't know why, because um, we both did. Yeah. It was probably because um, my grandparents, my, were musicians, mm-hmm. and. Uh, my uncles were Irish fiddlers. Really? They were everything that you think of Irish oh, yeah. people. Drunks, <laughs> fighters, and fiddlers. And they scared me to death. So I had to learn Irish fiddling whether I wanted to or not. Oh my gosh, that's funny. It's funny. And, and, and the thing is, I can still do it. Really? And I still hate it. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's ingrained. Even, yeah. I love Van Morrison to death, but every once in a while I think, yeah, he's Irish, man. Yeah, it's trouble. It, it, <laughs> and I did my DNA, and guess what? I'm Irish too. Uh-huh. But, but I mean, that's something funny. about that kind of took away the love for Irish music. Oh, me. it got beat into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I, my family is a little more dysfunctional than most. Uh, well, you know, we all have a little dysfunction. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, yeah. My, my family really um, had a big influence on just everything musically, and my parents have always been super supportive. Oh, I was getting ready to go with, with yeah. that. Because that's big too. Yeah. I, that's funny. I was kind of shoved it down our throats, but then went very supportive of it. Yeah, really? Yeah, you guys need to get a real job. Oh, right? yeah. Know? No, my parents were very much, um, and still are, honestly. That's great. We, they bought us our first PA. You know, when nice. we were growing up, it was like I would be in my room with my vocal amp. Right. Turned all the way up, singing my heart out, and my brother would be in his room, electric guitar, playing metal music right. as loud as we wanted. They never told us to be quiet. That's great. They always really supported us. So That's great. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. Yeah, it's been it's been nice to have that. Yeah, that really is. Because yeah. I think uh, 
That is really important. How about your son? You gonna allow him to touch a music instrument? Oh yeah, he's a wild man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Alan and I, um, you know, we've already exposed him to so much I'm music, sure. and he, you know, gets out there and plays the drums, and he's, you know, try. We bought him a drum set already, and so you're getting paid back. I That's know, how it works. I know. So he's he's very into music, and he'll say when we're playing it, he's four. He'll say, turn it up. I want it loud. I'm like, oh, goodness. Here good. we go. Here yeah, we go. That's wonderful. Yeah. I mean, you got a lot to look forward to, yeah. too. Yeah, so it's it's fun. We try to really just immerse his life in music as that's, much as we can. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. Yeah. yeah. At some point, he'll thank you for that. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. <laughs> so that's, that's really good. Well, what else do I need to know? Well, you know, um... <laughs> How much time you got now? <laughs> Actually, I'm living the life these days. I know. I, I play music. I podcast. I you can't beat soccer. that. I got. I, I live the life. I'm yeah. a lucky person. Yeah. I really am. That's a, so that's... I got time. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I am. I just appreciate you having me here and kind of, you know, being interested in, well, in it, my story. You know, there's bit. um. You're here again. This is about people in Cleveland County that have added to the music scene and you realize once um, we all go who's going to be who's going to remember who's going to know they may hear you sing a song yeah they're going to know how that all came about yeah, yeah. I mean, and and so i'm glad you took the time to come do it well i certainly appreciate it well i, I thank you again yeah thanks sandy all right you're welcome Summer did her interview uh, in the Earl Scruggs Center, and when we were through, I asked her if she would like to sing a song, and she said sure. So I went over and got a guitar out of the kids section of the um, Earl Scruggs Center, tuned it up, I asked her what key it was in, she said play it, I'll adjust to it. <laughs> uh, and this is what she did, give it a listen. One take.